You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Did the Prophet participate in any battles before Islam? We know after the religion of Islam, the Prophet was present in a number of battles, defensive battles, the pagans wanted to attack him, so the Prophet was there. Now in the battlefield, the Prophet did not fight because he was protected by his companions and primarily by Imam Ali salam. he didn't need to fight. And there was a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not want him to fight, not to repel the people, because if the leader is directly fighting you, that makes you develop a stance against him. And Allah wanted them not to have an excuse, not to say that Muhammad is killing people, even in the battlefield, even if he has the right, but Allah did not want to give them that excuse. So generally speaking, the Prophet would not fight in the battlefield, he'd be present guiding his army. What about in those early years when he was a teenager? Did he participate in any battle or no? We see that in the times of Jahiliyyah, pre-Islamic Arabia, you have what is called the Fujjar battles, the bad battles, right? The evil battles, the not so virtuous battles. What happened is that in pre-Islamic Arabia, the Arab tribes would constantly be fighting with each other. This was part of everyday life. On the pettiest issues, sometimes you would have a horse race between some of the tribes amongst them and they dispute who won the race. As a result of that dispute, sometimes they would fight with each other for a hundred years over a horse race, petty things like that. Now, there were four months in pre-Islamic Arabia that were considered sacred months. The Arabs have decided, look, if we want to fight throughout the whole year, we can't live. We can't develop our economy. When can we trade, buy and sell? There's no peace. So this, they decided four months out of the year, let us stop all fighting and just be friends. Those months were Rajab, Dhul Qa'da, Dhul Hijjah, and Muharram. Rajab is the sixth month in the Islamic calendar, sixth or seventh, the seventh month in the Islamic calendar. Dhul Qa'da and Dhul Hijjah are the 11th and 12th months, so like equivalent to November and December. And then we have Muharram, which is the first month of the year. No, Ramadan was not considered a sacred month. So in these four months, they'd stop all battles, fighting, they'd come to the market, everyone coming, with their goods and products, selling them, and everybody just becomes friends and nobody's attacking each other. Yes. Yeah, this was pre-Islamic Arabia. Al-Ashhur al-Hurum, the sacred months. This existed before the religion of Islam. So the Arabs agreed in these four months, let's not fight. So you'd see the markets in, in uh, you know, in Mecca bustling, they're vibrant, there's a lot of economic development, people would come in the market, a lot of the poets would come, they would boast about themselves and their tribes and every tribe is bragging about their victories, right? 
but they all agreed let's not fight in these four months. However, it happened that about four or five, five times this agreement that you should not fight in the sacred months was violated and you had battles in those sacred months as a result of petty skirmishes. We call those battles the Fujar battles, battles that occurred in those sacred months, they started in the sacred months, now many of them lasted, outlasted those months, outlived those months, they continued sometimes for a few years, but they occurred in those four months. We call them the Fujar battles, why? Because the Arabs had agreed that you should not fight in these four months, but sometimes you know one aggressor would kill another one from another tribe and a war is sparked between them. Now the question is, did the Prophet participate in any of these battles or no? It has been narrated in historical accounts that he did. When he was a teenager, between the ages of 16 and 20, he participated in the fourth Fujar battle. Basically a skirmish happened between one members of the Hawazin tribe. The Hawazin tribe was a well-known tribe in and around Mecca. A member of the Hawazin tribe was killed by one member of the Kanana tribe. He killed a member of the Hawazin tribe in those sacred four months. They were not supposed to, in the market, in the market, for you know reasons, um, petty reasons, for jealousy that he was you know selling his products, has a story to it. In any case, one member of the Kanana tribe, he kills one member of the Hawazin tribe. Now Quraysh, which is the tribe of the Holy Prophet and some other tribes, the main tribe in Mecca, Quraysh was an ally of Kanana. In pre-Islamic Arabia, if you go to war with one tribe, you go to war with all those other tribes that have an alliance with it as well. So now Hawazin want to seek revenge. Hey, one of our members got killed. We'll teach you a lesson, Kanana, the tribe of Kanana. Now Quraysh had an alliance with Kanana. So Hawazin automatically declared war not only on Kanana, let's say they were aggressors, okay? but also on Quraysh who had nothing to do with it. So Quraysh and Kanana they had to leave, you know, they, they started running away from Mecca not to have any bloodshed, especially in the Grand Mosque and Masjid al-Haram by the Kaaba. In any case, that war lasted for about four years. Four years, yes. So some historical accounts mention that the family of the Prophet, the Prophet himself participated in that battle because the Hawazin were now be becoming aggressors and for no reason they attacked Quraysh. So the Prophet, he went to this battle, he would protect his uncles from being shot with the arrows. He would intercept the arrows to protect his uncles. So this is what we have in a number of historical accounts. Do we accept this or not? This is the common version that you will hear from about the Prophet's biography that he participated in this Fujar battle. Our scholars, a number of them have an issue with this. They don't believe this to be accurate. They dispute the fact that the Messenger of God participated in any of these battles for a number of reasons. 
Number one, if you look at the life of the Prophet and his relationship with Abu Talib, his uncle who was so concerned about him, it's very, very unlikely that Abu Talib who knew this boy would be a messenger and he was overprotective, right? It's very unlikely that he would let him come and join a battle to defend his uncles and intercept the arrows because when you intercept the arrows, you expose yourself to those arrows. Abu Talib would not have let that happen. Abu Talib, he himself would protect the Prophet. He wouldn't ask the Prophet to come and protect him and his other brothers, meaning the uncles of the Prophet. It's very unlikely that Abu Talib would have allowed that. Very unlikely. You know, have the Prophet, hey, go and defend us, you know, make sure no arrow reaches us. That's very unlikely. Number two, this battle started in the sacred months. It's a Fujar battle. It's an unjust battle. So some scholars have an issue, the Prophet, why would he participate in such a battle? In fact, there is actually a hadith that we find narrated by even Sunni scholars like Ya'qubi. Ya'qubi is a Sunni scholar. He says it has been narrated that Abu Talib, he banned any members of Bani Hashim meaning his immediate relatives and direct cousins, from participating in any of those battles, including this fourth battle of Fujar. And he said, this is unjust, this is aggression, and we're severing ties with our distant relatives because all of these were distant cousins. These tribes, they pretty much came from the same family tree in Mecca. And this is violating the sacred months. We the Bani Hashim, we will not fight in the sacred months. So he banned anyone from going and he said, I will not attend this battle and my immediate relatives should not attend as well. And they did not attend. So we have actually a historical hadith over here that tells us Abu Talib banned Bani Hashim. So how can we say that the Prophet went and he participated? So some scholars dispute the fact that the Prophet participated in any of those battles. It's not proven to us. Now you could say you've got arguments to both sides. Yes, we do have indications that he did. We do have indications that he didn't. So at the end of the day, there's some contradiction amongst these pieces of evidence. So we cannot firmly state that the Prophet participated in that battle. Assuming he did, then it must have been a just war definitely because the Prophet will not join an unjust war. If we say that he did, probably the Hawazin tribe were the aggressors. Now we don't exactly know after 15 centuries, we don't exactly know the details of those wars. A lot of details got lost in history. So maybe they were the aggressors and the Prophet was being defensive, you know, just defending himself and, and his town and his family. So in any case, just know that not all scholars do accept that. They dispute that the Prophet would actually participate in that battle. So we have these Fujar battles and one of them lasted for about four years. The Prophet was from 16 to 20 years old when he supposedly participated in some of these battles. <music>